welcome back to the Super Sapphic Film Club. Hello, I'm Claire. I'm Haley. And this week we're watching another sapphic film. Oh my god, shocking and surprising. Can you believe it? Can't believe it. Um, yes, we're watching another movie in the woman love woman, non-binary love woman canon that we made up. Yes, we did. <gasps> I know I didn't wow, say it that time. The restraint. And the points don't matter. Okay, damn Fuck. it. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. Too many years spent watching Whose Line Is It Anyway? It's just a curse and a burden. I go up and like rub out the one. Yeah. That on it the, has been how many two days, days since. <laughs> do a little zero with a smart face inside of it (laughs) what are Uh, we watching this week this week we're watching joven y alocada or young and wild uh, which is a 2012 chilean comedy drama it's about daniela alicia rodriguez who's raised in the bosom of a strict evangelical family and was recently unmasked as a fornicator this was written by someone else not us i did not write this by her shocked parents, and she struggles to find her own path to spiritual harmony. It was directed by Mariali Rivas and written by Mariali Rivas, Camila Gutierrez, Pedro Perano, and Sebastian Sepulveda. Uh, Sebastian Sepulveda may be better known for his work editing both Spencer 2021 and Jackie 2016, uh, which were both directed by Pablo Lorraine. Love. I saw both of those. You did. And thought that Jackie was very slow, but probably good if you like that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I actually really liked Spencer. Really? Even though I heard later other people were not as big fans of it. I thought it was great. That that surprises me. Mm-hmm. Good for you. I know. I, uh, I watched Jackie and I, I thought it was good. I just have like a, an internal bias against biopics. I don't yeah. Every time I'm just like, it's just like, why make it about a real person? You can do yeah. so many more interesting purposeful things with not real people yeah i know if anything i think it's really cool when you see like how the actor tries to do like their specific voice and mannerisms i think that's fun but that really is where the enjoyment ends for me and i just didn't know jackie kennedy well enough to find interest in that either right to be like wow natalie portman can fucking embodies jackie kennedy (laughs) who i've seen in one clip from this movie (laughs) oh man but young and wild Joven and Alocada. Yes. Joven y Alocada. Y Alocada. Okay. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I took French in high school because I'm stupid. <laughs> I took Spanish, but it was like a decade ago. So please don't <laughs> come for me. <laughs> I somehow watched this like the year it came out. Yeah. I pirated it illegally mm-hmm. as a 15 year old. <laughs> I don't know how I found this movie. I don't know, I don't know why I found this yeah. movie. I feel like I have a vague memory of it kind of popping off on like hipster tumblr a little Probably bit tumblr, yeah. like there's very much a a uh, early 2010s like independent like design to it yeah i i can't i don't super remember very well the the like cover that i'm seeing of the like watch here link that Haley sent me reminds me of skins yes is that yeah. an accurate it's it it doesn't ha- it's not as fun as skins okay it doesn't have that kind of energy but like there's these um she has a blog, and the way that the like the blog is like portrayed in film is really very 2010s. Like not in a bad way. It's just very like that kind of like flat pastel um, Tumblr mm-hmm. of 2010s style. Yeah, where it's like it's going for zine, but like zine by way of like corporate internet. <laughs> Does that make <laughs> sense? sense? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can disagree or. Yeah. Explore it more once we watch this movie. I haven't yeah. seen it since I was 15. <gasps> I'm excited then. This was like the first movie that I watched that was about a bisexual person. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, hey, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I hope this doesn't awaken anything. <laughs> yeah. 
I actually don't know if I've seen a movie specifically about a bisexual person. Really? So maybe this will be my first one to Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to think about which one I missed <laughs> when you brought that up. Well, like... Uh, I guess TV shows you see it more. Yeah. At least in my true. experience. But we're going to go watch that movie. Yeah. And we'll be back once we've watched it. I can't wait. skip ahead let me tell you this episode's content warning the second half of this episode contains brief mention of intimate partner violence physical assault death of a family member and abuse as well as a discussion of sexual assault and with that out of the way hey thanks for listening you should check out our movie list i made it to be a resource for people to more easily find films that center sapphic characters each entry includes the movie title director country of origin, a synopsis, and a link to the trailer. There are also two categories of tags, one for story elements and one for production details. There's also an author's note getting into the nitty gritties of how I made this list, having not seen most of these films, uh, how we define this woman love woman, non-binary love woman canon that we made up, and just other details about its organization. As of right now, and honestly probably forever, the movie list is incomplete. Getting every sapphic film ever made into one document is insane. A fool's errand. And it's just me adding to it in my free time. So I know there are gaps and I plan to fill them in to the best of my ability. It's a process, a living document that will hopefully only improve. I really hope you check it out. Even if you're lukewarm about us or the podcast, you know, I made this to be a resource for everyone, not just people who listen to our silly little podcast. And there are so many films on here that I had no idea existed, and there are a bunch I just cannot wait to check out. So you can find this movie list on our card, which is ssfc.card.co. Card is spelled with two R's. You can also find us on Instagram at supersapphicfc. That's all I got for you. Thank you, as always, for listening. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Bye. Once again, we watched Young and Wild. Yes, we did. And I am so interested to hear what you have to say about this movie, because I think this is the first movie we've watched that, like, truly you would never have watched if I hadn't made you. Oh, my God. You know what's so funny (laughs) is that I wrote in my notes probably those exact words. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. It really just shows... How much you know me and how much I would never have watched this movie unless someone asked me to. <laughs> Literally, because it's also, it's like, at least with Bluegate Crossing and Eight Women, like the descriptions alone or like recommendations, I think, would have gotten yeah, me there. they would have gotten me there. I would have tapped out in the first four minutes of this movie. Dude, literally, this movie is like the exact <laughs> brand of like mumblecore mid-tens independent film that yes, I can barely stomach exactly. anymore. Like it's so... I wasn't sure what you would think about it, so I was ready to hold back a little bit. I did not enjoy this movie. <laughs> it was actually, it was like frustrating. Yeah, it was. really like hard to pin down reasons yeah i did find it really interesting though that a lot of the reviews i saw were really positive of this movie and i just yeah i don't understand is it all the aesthetic and the aesthetic is just lots of pictures of of vaginas like straight up i had no memory of how much porn was (laughs) in this movie the first (laughs) so 
it's like a lot of it shows like this girl's blog, like things that she is talking about on her blog. Yeah. And it starts out, you know, with like little cartoony drawings of <laughs> genitals, essentially. And then there's a couple shots that are just from porn. And I was so surprised. <laughs> Not in a bad way, but where I was just like, oh, God, okay. <laughs> I know. I was like, it's really good that we didn't like watch this at oh my God. your parents' house. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, at one point, my I had like, I was like watching it like in a room alone, but mm-hmm. like without headphones in. So I kept turning the volume down to almost nothing. <laughs> it's like that. So I was worried my parents would hear it. What you doing Just in here, champ? watching porn at 2 p.m. on a Tuesday. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, I need a little break for my homework. Yeah. <laughs> Just de-stressing. Oh, my God. It was quite something, this yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, should we go over the plot really quick Let's then? Let's do it. Yes. What What was the plot? Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. It's been a while since I watched this movie. Let me look at it. <laughs> I, I didn't realize how much this movie was told through like voiceover, like her blog posts. Mm-hmm. A lot of it. A lot of though, it. I didn't. Of it, I liked yeah. it. I actually liked I most of the think... blog parts more than the rest of the yeah, movie. I really actually liked too where it would like show the people who were leaving comments on her yes. blog and like what they what their faces looked like while they're typing it out. I thought that was really funny. It was so funny. I really appreciated that part. And you could like see the text overlay and the like Exactly. And the they're like, oh yeah. Like when they're writing stuff and like making that face. It was so funny. <laughs> it was really great. One of the comments, like the the subtitles said he was calling her like slut, slut, slut. Yeah. <laughs> but the word he was saying was Maraca, Maraca, Maraca. And I was like, I have to know yeah. where that comes from. And I Googled it, and I found that it's mainly Chilean slang. Yeah. So not, like, universally slang for this in Spanish, but mm-hmm. I also wouldn't go around, like, shouting it just in case. Right. Hey, you know. <laughs> you know, hey, Maraca. Hey, I learned a slang I learned term a fun for word. Slut. Yeah. <laughs> but it c- comes from the phrase... Cualquiera las puede tocar, meaning anyone can play them or oh anyone can God. touch them. <laughs> that's great. Tocar in Spanish is like play an instrument or touch something. That's that's I good. That's pretty clever, actually. I love it when things are so clever like that. I oh, that's know. good. It took me a weirdly long amount of time to find the explanation for that, though. Yeah. But it made me laugh so hard when I found it. <laughs> Anyway, the comments were good on That's her blog. Incredible. Oh my god, I love it. Um, yeah, so the plot is actually pretty simple for this one for once, finally. Mm-hmm. Or at least maybe I have enough distance to not yeah. <laughs> like, be like, and this thing happened, and then this it's thing happened. It's also not like a murder musical mystery. Murder yeah, mystery musical. At so it's Christmas. like at Christmas. <laughs> it's just like a woman and her life. A yeah. girl and her life. Yeah, I forgot yeah. how old she's supposed to be. But she I don't remember either. She is part of this evangelical family, very, very conservative, and she gets kicked out of her evangelical school because it's found out that she's had sex before marriage. So she gets expelled um, like a month before graduation. Like it's really fucked up. So brutal. Yeah. And her parents flip out and are like going to send her on this like missionary trip. Um, But her nice aunt convinces them to have her work at an evangelical TV station instead. And it's there that she meets Tomas and Antonia. Her and Antonia start dating after her and Tomas start dating. And essentially, she just, like, gets caught up in, like, realizing how much she's just cheating on these two people that she cares for. Mm -hmm. And decides, seemingly as a reaction of that, to get baptized in the evangelical church. And then she goes to this trip to her aunt's place to get baptized where her aunt got got baptized. And that's when 
Tomas having found her blog that she's writing in this mm-hmm. whole time. Oh my god, I didn't like, mention the fucking when, blog. When they're about to go on her like baptism trip, yes. he finds her open tab Girl. amateur amateur move of her? her blog with your entire sex life detailed of how you're cheating on him. Why would you leave that open at your at your workplace? At your workplace, and also Daniela, girl, your like nine year old little brother had to show you how to clear browsing history. Oh my god, I was like, how do you not fucking know this? <laughs> Like, I know this is the days of MSN Messenger, but, like, how did, how, yeah. what? What? Rule number how? one of the exactly. internet, of being horny on the internet. <laughs> God, exactly. Come on. I know. So she wasn't even going to tell him or her or any, anything, no, really. No, no. Although Antonia knew that she was with Tomas. Yeah, but right? I think it was unclear about whether she knew that they were actually sleeping together. Oh, I think okay. that's part of why Antonia stormed off. Oh, right. Yes, because Ooh. she was, you know, they're all good evangelicals, so even if they're dating, hypothetically, they wouldn't be having sex, but they were. They were. Um, And she, like, pressures him into it. It's oh, really yeah. gross. It's really gross. It's bad. Daniela's not a good person. I know. That was my <laughs> problem, partially, with this movie, oh, really? was, uh, you know, I think there's an argument to be told for interesting stories that don't mm. have to have good main protagonists Mm -hmm. who are good people at all Mm -hmm. or even really that interesting yeah sorry um so i I feel like if you're gonna have one of those you have to be interesting it's like how people are gonna watch american psycho like it's an interesting movie the main character is horrible that's Mm -hmm. not why you watch the movie to love the main character but i hated her so much (laughs) the main character in this movie she pressures her boyfriend into sex and then cheats on him the whole time yes so it's like i saw one comment that was like such good bi representation. Are you kidding Excuse me? Excuse me? Okay. Happy I... bisexuality. This is like exactly what the stereotype is. I was going to say. Of bisexuality is that they just wow. cheat on other people. Yeah. And they're like never satisfied with just, with just one, one of the two genders. Of the only two genders. The oh only God, two genders the that quote, exist. only two genders. Because bi means two. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Okay. Crazy. Because we were, I wanted to talk about that, but I was going to like try and. Um, hold off on like the fact that you know representation bad yeah but it's like it is frustrating to watch like as a bisexual person i can appreciate this as a story about a flawed character Mm -hmm. a person a kid really yeah who doesn't really take other people's autonomy seriously i think the opening scene is a great illustration of that of her masturbating next to this guy while he sleeps it's like (laughs) she has no respect for other people's boundaries okay (laughs) i am recalibrating my expectations for this movie Like, other people just kind of, I think it's a developmental thing, you mm-hmm. know, partly. Yeah. Like, at that age, other people just aren't very real to you. Yeah. Maybe you were like that. Maybe you weren't. Mm-hmm. I don't think I really was at that age. But it's, yeah. like, definitely a de- developmental stage. Yeah. Um, it seems old for that developmental stage, though. It you does. You know, you would really hope that by, like, 14 or something, you really start thinking of other people as real people. <laughs> you know, but I also think that it does speak to her... Like, the environment with which she grew up in. That is true. Like, very sheltered, very cloistered. And also, I think that that is partly... That's what I do like about the when she gets overwhelmed by the fact that she's being such a bad person. She's like, I should get baptized. Okay, this is helping me already because I did not get the connection. I Like, maybe I just wasn't paying perfect attention at the right moment or something. This movie is really... It's like... It's so weird because it's like not a lot is going on, but it's still kind of like you have to really be paying attention to pick up because it's like almost what is being said yeah, isn't really what's going on. Yes. Like you kind of have to like be along for the ride with a 17 year old and then also understand that the way that she's perceiving her situation is probably wrong. Yeah. So I like got lost and was like, 
why has she decided baptism is her solution to this. But it does make more sense with, like, what other solution could there be? She has no other coping mechanisms for dealing with realizing she's a bad person. No, and it's, like, it's. I think it speaks to, like, her isolation of, like, she doesn't have anyone to talk to. She, you know, in her family, in her community. And, like, Mm -hmm. the only people that she's, like, found a way to connect through is sex. And Mm -hmm. now that that has, like, blown up in her face. And everyone's like, you're the worst fucking person in the whole world for having premarital sex. Like, the principal of her school or whoever it is is like, I can't believe you tempted this innocent young man. Hello? And, like... What? It's not It's It, like, blows my mind. We don't have time, probably, to go into the whole, like men are the strong, smart ones except when it comes to sex thing, which is yeah. honestly fascinating to me. Yeah. Like, how is it women are, like, powerful temptresses in only that aspect? I, it's, what? yeah, <laughs> it's it's really confusing because it's also, it's, like, powerful temptresses who are expected to be subservient and obedient. Yeah. Like, like, which one is it? Both? How did we all decide that to accept that? <laughs> it is, like, the strangest, like, gesture but also, like, refusal to acknowledge the, like, dynamics between gender, sex, and power. Yeah. It's, like, so... Ooh, it's, like, ooh, it's weird. It's so weird. Like, <laughs> men are the ones who know more and are smarter and more powerful, supposedly. Yeah. Uh, but they are so easily given oh. to this temptation of a seductress. <laughs> but in, like, like if a okay, girl so is, like, then they're, out, weak, they're like, I'm right? just a little guy. I'm, have you considered I'm oh. just a little guy who runs everything? It's just, like, <laughs> anyway... I did think that was interesting, but that's not the point of the movie. (laughs) Yeah, no. But yeah, but it's like, even though she is rejecting her upbringing, it's like she still is a product of it. Mm -hmm. That is true. She's like, well, I'm feeling really overwhelmed, and I've realized that cheating on people's bad just now. Right. Uh, so I think I have to start fresh. And the only way to do that is to be baptized. <laughs> she get baptized, not come yeah. clean to anyone and tell yeah. them. <laughs> exactly. She just get baptized. No apologies, just baptism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. Tomas finds out that she's sleeping with Antonia. They go on the trip on this like beach scene. Like Antonia, supposedly, it's all like. We don't really hear their conversation, which mm. I was very grateful for. I love that. I did not need to hear that conversation. No. <laughs> but you can just tell he's, like, shouting yeah. vaguely at them. Mm-hmm. Being gross and, like, almost physical. Yeah. Um, and then... Not as bad as her own mother, though. Oh, my God. Oh, my the God. fucking mom. She, like, finds out somehow. Mm-hmm. Tomas tells her or something. Yeah, because he's a fucking snitch. he's a fucking snitch. And her mom's like, what's up? And she's like, nothing. And then she just starts hitting her. Upsetting to watch. It was upsetting, yeah. Um. So, yeah, content warning for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then the movie ends. Final scene is her going to her aunt's funeral with her sister, who has also been ostracized from the family. So we're to assume okay. that she's been kicked out. I missed out. that part, too. Yeah. I was like, who is this girl she's with? Yeah, I know. We literally they seen had the her one once. scene. Okay. Yeah. Now yeah. that also makes sense. I was like, and she's there not even with one of her friends that we've seen before. Right. What's happening? Yeah. Okay. The, okay. Being ostracized, yes. Because the rest of her family is like all sitting together, like comforting each other. Right. And she is like notably not there. Yeah. It's like, it looks like they're like crashing the funeral. Yes. <laughs> Which, like, good for you. Yeah. Crash the closure. funeral. Exactly. Fuck your mom. So it's like the only person she has in this world. Who, like, really loved and understood her was her aunt. Yes. Yeah. And now she's gone. Yeah. I was, like, so sad was at the so end of this cool. movie. I was just like, God. <laughs> I know. It was really... That was actually one of my favorite sequences was her um, talking about her aunt who she loves in the blog post versus her spy mom. That was good. And the, I like, that part. her, you know, talking about how she thought it wasn't fair. The, the old adage of, like, people who 
like hold on to all their bad emotions, get cancer and die. She's like, that's not true. My aunt was wonderful and she got cancer and my mom didn't. Yeah. <laughs> my like, bitch of a mom I didn't have get just cancer. just proven that theory. <laughs> Which like, what a horrible theory to begin with. I know. Can you imagine? Yeah. People are insane. People are insane. People just don't want to think that bad things happen to people for no reason. We, so, yeah. Sorry, really, they do. They do. Life is just one thing after another. <laughs> the damn things overlap. The damn things overlap. <laughs> I did like in this movie that there was no, oh God, I'm gay moment. Yes. I love when movies don't have that. I thought it was really <laughs> funny that the way they like brought it up was when she's on the bus with her friend. <laughs> Oh, my God. And it's like a really crowded bus. So they're all pushed together. And she's just openly staring at her friend's tits. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, tits are great or whatever her monologue is. It she's was so like, funny. It literally it was so like, that's what I loved about like when this movie got things right. It really got it right. Like it was her mm-hmm. pressed up against Antonia looking at her body. And then she started talking about how much of a crush she had on Sailor Moon in elementary school. <laughs> I loved that part <laughs> so much. I was like, yeah. And how they all had to like, they were like. Her her uh, teacher or something in elementary school or something was like, write down on this piece of paper a temptation. And she drew <laughs> Sailor Moon because she was like, mm, Sailor Moon's legs. <laughs> Sailor Moon, International Gay Awakening. Yes. God damn it. I keep nudging this mirror. Sorry. No, I'll move it next time. <laughs> no, I'm no, sorry. you're good. I thought that was great. Was that so was like funny. a shining beacon in this movie I overall did not enjoy. <laughs> God, it made me feel so sane of like being eight years old with my Sailor Moon trading cards. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Oh my god! Like, I love the show. Incredible! Why do I love it so much? <laughs> I have no way of coping with how much I love oh this show, god. and I have no reasons for it. God, it's Kim Possible all over again. <laughs> Very relatable feeling, right? God, uh, what did she go do to our generation? Oh my god! Literally, there's like a TikTok filter that does the like darker <gasps> upper lip thing sorry, for Jason. you. Oh no! And everyone's doing all their Shego cosplays. Not that I've seen like 18 of them or anything. <laughs> Not that I have the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also the winx club oh my god the fucking winx so club? formative for me oh. <gasps> i wish my, oh my name god. was bloom so fucking bad you oh have i was god. her for halloween when i was like seven that's was amazing great. i that's actually probably one of my first crushes was on musa <laughs> <laughs> sorry no it's like <laughs> your face I can also move that right now. No, no, now. you're good. Okay. It's just that I was like, I keep adjusting for no reason. It's um, it's twitchy girl hour. It is. But it's all the time for <laughs> me. Twitchy girl hour is 24-7. It's literally Pride Month. I can sit in a chair as gay as possible. Yes. <laughs> That's my right. Because it's Pride Month. Um, Celebrate your way. <laughs> <laughs> With Toyota. <laughs> this movie was a lot of, what am I trying to say? There was so much like aesthetic, but it was poorly executed aesthetic like 50% of the time that it just kind of like made me frustrated. Yeah. What do you mean? It kind of reminded me of like Carol where I'm like, this is like a very purposeful shot and I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Like clearly a lot of thought and effort went into this aesthetic in an overall unsuccessful end product. (laughs) Yeah. Like sometimes it really worked. Like Mm -hmm. I, at the in the like actual i don't have like the smart word to say this but in the scenes where she was actually talking with someone and you would just see the back of her head for like for most of that person speaking rather than like their face it really pissed me off mm-hmm. but when it was done in her blog post and it was more stylized like i enjoyed it because i felt like it was putting that perspective that was so clear of like just the back of her head and like this kind of like created this 
membrane mm-hmm. <laughs> where it's like there's the writer describing the event to you, but you're so clearly like being reminded of that you're seeing it through their perspective. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I never noticed shit like that. So I'll be honest, none of that registered <laughs> to me at all. But. Well, but I think it's, I think it would have like in the, I was thinking about the scene where the aunt, she was the blog post where she was talking about her aunt gave her the Rolling Stone uh, magazine and mm-hmm. like the spy mom. Did you remember that sequence I, at all? I remember that it existed. Okay. I don't remember anything about the shot choices. <laughs> no, to me, it was like one of the better sequences in yeah. the movie just because like the, the blog post styling like really was like fun and quick and had like this energy to it that mm-hmm. I think was lacking sometimes. Interesting. Um, yeah. But other times they would just use it and I'd be like, why are we seeing the back of her head? Yeah. Like, or like the shot where it'd be like half of her head takes up the screen so that her hair is partially blocking like her mom's face in an extreme close up. Oh, that is weird. I was like, what is what? What is the point here? I don't. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. I get everything isn't for me, but, like, why was that there? (laughs) (laughs) I do need sort of an explanation. Yeah. And I I did think that overall the, like, blog aesthetic was very consistent. Yeah. just wasn't for me. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of got that, like, independent white guy band trying to do, like, a sterile but colorful music video. Yeah. Is that anything? Is that something? (laughs) But, like, you keep showing, like, actual shots of porn for Just reasons that are beyond me. With a color overlay on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like a purple porno shot. It's Great. Like, okay, I've gained absolutely nothing from this. Purple porno eaters. Peter Piper No, I actually, I really hated the color overlays for most of the yeah, movie. Yeah, I thought it was like trying to be like it's not just porn it's it's purple (laughs) like okay but it's also just porn it's art now yeah Mm -hmm. sure that's because i wish i could leave this museum exhibit (laughs) (laughs) to me it felt insecure the color overlays Mm -hmm. because when we also saw it was during her relationship montages with tomas and antonia Mm -hmm. so it's like there was this one sequence where it's like her and tomas had just started dating and it was like just them being a like happy evangelical couple yeah. eating cotton candy walking down the street. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> it was so funny. And I was like, and I thought about it, I'm like, why is the pink overlay here? And I was like, is it because if it wasn't there, it would just look like stock footage? Because <laughs> it was to make sure kinda... people don't tune out in this part, which is the boring part. It kind of looked like stock footage. <laughs> it did. It really did. It's like, here's the montage of us being an evangelical couple. It was right. just so. It was so nothing that it didn't even register to me until you brought it up just now. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, they did have that. Huh. Hey, wait a second. <laughs> to show that time has passed. And great. <laughs> and they did it again with Antonia, but they used, like, blue, and they were a little more dynamically shot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This movie was, like, I keep wanting to say that it was, like, almost like a magic trick where it's, like, you're so focused on what the person's doing with their hands that you don't notice the trick happening. Oh. But it's, like, this movie also didn't have someone doing anything with their hands. <laughs> What am I trying to say? There's just not that much going on in this There's movie. There's not that much going on. But, like, in talking about it and, like, wanting to talk about this movie with you, I found a lot of things that were going on. Yeah. Like, how her relationship with Tomas was mostly driven by the fact that her family was so approving of him. Ah, uh, yeah. And then her relationship with Antonia just seemed more invested in, like, terms of, like, how she actually, like, spending time with her, how they would sneak off to have sex and, like, talk and hang out yeah and it's also there was this really good mirrored shot 
Ooh, tell me. So after the really long sex scene between her and Antonio. I know. I was like, this is going on for so long. Didn't look fun. They didn't look like they were having any fun. (laughs) Anyway. um, So they, they, like, they finish, apparently, Mm -hmm. question mark. Hypothetically. (laughs) And there's this great shot where Daniela is, like, Antonio's, like, curled into her. And Antonio's, like, looking at her shoulder and, like, puts her hand and is, like, stroking it. And seems to be, like, just marveling at this woman's shoulder Mm -hmm. in a really beautiful way. And then right after she courses Tomas into finally having sex with her, he's also, like, curled into her. And she's looking away and, like, mechanically stroking his shoulder. <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice that. You know? Yeah. Like, it, it felt like this movie could have been a really fantastic short film. Yeah. It was just, there was just so much not other stuff going on yeah. in it. There was another thing that, like, literally felt like filler. I was, I was watching. At least it had the courtesy to be 90 minutes. You know? I really appreciated that. God. Uh, we should... <laughs> I should make that a tag on the movie list. We should. 90 <laughs> minutes or a bad movie. Old Star 90 Minutes yes. tag. <laughs> I fully support that. I've talked a lot. Do you have anything? Sorry. I'm really glad because I do not have much to say about okay. this movie. As somehow always happens, one of us has a lot to say How? about any given movie and the other one does not. <laughs> God. We keep getting lucky. It's perfect. Thank God. One day we're going to find a movie we just don't have much to say We already about. did. Did we? Plan B. Remember? Oh, right. Yeah. I forgot about that one because we just didn't know. No, we just it. liked it too much. We're just like, it's did a good we movie. Even, we didn't. We did watch we it. We did watch it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. It was just a good movie. Though. It was just fun. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't really enjoy this movie at all. Now that you're pointing it out, though, it is interesting that, like, there it didn't seem like there was that much she wanted from Tomas except to have sex with him. <laughs> yeah. But there was just sort of more involved with Antonia and Antonia wanted to be with her. Yeah. And, and she was like still holding Antonia like at a distance. Yeah. Even though she was willing to tell Antonia that she loved her and wouldn't say that to Tomas. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah Cause that's how she gets Antonia to come on the trip. She's like, I oh. love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. It's just so like manipulative. I know. Daniela girl. And then she's like, well, I'm getting baptized by the way. And Antonia's like, what? Yeah. Mm. I thought you thought this was all bullshit. Yeah. I hated the end, the very end. Oh, my. The bus scene? The bus scene. Yes. I had to watch that, I'm not kidding, six times to try oh to get God. it. Oh, my God. I kept, it took me, it's like a one minute final scene. And mm-hmm. I skipped back six times to be like, what am I missing here? <laughs> <laughs> this cannot be how the movie ends. Was I not paying enough attention? It's like a magic trick that isn't magic. Exactly. You know? Like, how did you do the nothing that you did just now? Right? <laughs> I'm still clearly missing something. Yes. <laughs> Um, so she's sitting on a bus, mm-hmm. like thoughtfully. There's a full 30 seconds of nothing, by the way, before she says oh, something. No. So I was like, and? Which is fine. Sometimes yeah. that's the thing about this movie is like, there are movies where less happens that I love more mm-hmm. because something about them makes me just willing to turn my brain off and enjoy the ride. And sometimes you have to process the last scene. Yeah. And if they jump into something else, then you're like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold yeah. On. Or sorry, not even turn your brain off, yeah. but like just enjoy this thing that you're watching. Like yeah. there was no point where I forgot I was watching a movie while I was watching this movie. Yeah. You know? That's true. Anyway. So this but last scene. The last scene. And then she's sitting on the bus for a while quietly. And then the narration comes over. And she says a quote from Paul and Corinthians. Yes. Uh, that says, when you're a child, you know, this is translated. But yeah. when you're a child, you think like a child, act like a child, talk like a child. But now that I'm not a child, I still haven't put anything away. 
Because I don't know if I believe in happiness, in calm, in maturity, or in I don't know what. I only believe in being lost. Amen and amen and amen and amen. And separated from this movie, the more I thought about that quote, the more I liked it, but I hated it connected to this movie. Really? The more yeah. I thought about it, the more I hated it. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, tell me Tell me why. For this, it, it felt like kicking me when I'm down. <laughs> At the end of this, yeah. honestly, a slog of a movie, Yeah. because it's just watching this girl be a bad person and also be abused by her mom for 90 minutes. Yeah. So I didn't like her, and I hated her mom, and I felt bad for her because she lost her aunt. So it was just like all unpleasant <laughs> With, like, a couple shining moments of humor that I was like, oh, that was pretty good, actually. But then right. it was back to being sad. Yeah. Or I just hated her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then at the very end of that, to hear nothing matters, happiness, <laughs> calm, maturity, whatever. I only believe in being lost. I was like, yeah, well, I feel fucking lost. Fuck you. Yeah. Is that why I watched this movie? I didn't get anything from that final and it, scene. <laughs> and she did neither, apparently. Yeah, apparently not. Yeah. I, uh, I thought that it, like, the more I thought about the quote itself, I thought it might be about, like... You don't have to have like a shining light or a focused point for oh, your life. Yeah. And it's okay to just like do whatever sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to have this like goal. Right. But this is the thing about Bible quotes is you could put whatever shit you want on them. <laughs> and then you're like, that is nice actually for oh, reasons hey. that I made up just now. Right. Um, <laughs> so it's like so vague. You can project whatever you want onto it. Yeah. But I thought it was like you don't have to know what you're doing all the time and being lost in this world is okay. But I didn't like that as an end for this movie. I thought it was dumb. (laughs) No, interesting. I think I think you had a lot more generosity in interpreting this. You should have seen how mad I got though, because after watching that six times, I was like, "And that's what? That's it? (laughs) I hate this." You're kidding. (laughs) And I started writing how mad I was about it, and then I was thinking more about it, and I liked it. But damn it! But as, as an ending, I didn't like it. Yeah. To me, it felt really cynical for a movie that was already pretty cynical. Yeah. Which is like, you know, fine, that's a choice. Mm -hmm. But to me, the I only believe in being lost, I didn't get the positive aspect of that. Yeah. I was feeling like for a character who has, from this point on, been very interested, disinterested in like the interiority of the people whose lives Mm -hmm. she's with, living with. Like, she's surrounded by these people and she doesn't really care about them. Yeah, or, like, isn't doesn't see them as, like, full people or, like, mm-hmm. understand how her, consequ- her consequences have actions. Yeah. <laughs> and vice versa, as it were. <laughs> how her actions have consequences. That it's, like, for her to say that she really only believes in being lost feels like her saying that she didn't learn anything and she doesn't have to learn anything. That's very true. I didn't think of it that way, but I do think that's partially why I was so mad at it. Yeah. I was like, so this whole thing, she like didn't really have like a goal in mind for the whole movie. Like not having a driving force sure is accurate for 17 year olds or however old she's supposed to be. Yeah. But to end the movie with, and I still don't have a a direction or a mission or really anything was like okay fuck you put put lemon juice on the 90 minutes i just wasted why don't you (laughs) it wasn't wasted because it was for the podcast but i didn't like the movie (laughs) yeah no i I feel you like that's the thing coming from that character like it it did feel like a punch in the gut yeah like well fuck you awesome yeah (laughs) but no i think that's what did frustrate me about this resolution is like i know that this is a very like western point of view so if you want to ignore what i say because of that 
awesome. I don't know anything. <laughs> Super I'm only working with like the frame of reference that I have, yes. which is unfortunately Western. Yeah. Aren't we all just working with that? <laughs> like she didn't have really a want, but she also didn't really have a need. And it felt like the need that she could have gotten, which is like to get out of her parents' house. Mm-hmm. We never really got to see that or see that impact her. And the only way that we could have seen that impact her is like through that final monologue and it just seemed to double down on the fact of, like, I'm just a kid and these things happen to me and I have no idea why. Yeah. And overall, the quote, I only believe in being lost, just is such, like, 2015 <sighs> faux deep garbage to I know. Me. It's very much like, God, we should just romanticize our sadness and not, like, try and work through it. Yeah. Or even confront it, really, apparently. Hope is naive. Yeah. Oh this God. is 2015. <laughs> Wake up. Wake up. <laughs> 2015, nothing bad had happened to you yet. I just need you to know that. <laughs> you have no reason to be that cynical. Why were no. we all so cynical? God, we were bored. We have so many reasons to be cynical now. <laughs> we have so many reasons. We were ignoring them in 2015. We what, were. What was our deal? I have no idea. I mean, we personally were 17, so that, yeah, that was like, one that's big thing. that's my excuse. But... <laughs> now this movie, I didn't love it. I didn't love it either. Oh. Hmm. I just, I feel like we touched on it, but just in case, I did really hate the fact that, like, someone could watch this movie and have all their biphobia affirmed. Yeah. Like, again, I very much am in the camp of, like, we deserve complicated representation. And I don't believe that it's, like, entirely on the onus of art to, like, teach people how to (laughs) not be prejudiced anymore and that art should exist on its own. Mm -hmm. But also, like, that made me feel shitty. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, okay, maybe once there's more representation in general there will be room for more movies that show negative stereotypes of lgbtq plus people i don't feel like it right now though i don't think this is the the time that demands hurtful untrue stereotypes of bi people yeah i know especially since what did that i literally have to look it up because it's literally like i think a week ago there was a study done the National LGBTQ Task Force bisexual women have increased risk of intimate partner violence. New CDC data shows. Yeah. Yeah. Biphobia is real and you guys need to stop acting like it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I realized it took me a long time to like come to terms with the fact that most of the last couple of years of my life was like more internalized biphobia of like, you're not gay enough and yeah. stuff like that. And that's not even touching on the like, bi people are like more prone to cheat. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like, I've literally talked with people and being like, that's not true. Like, no part of your identity is going to make something like that true. And they know me personally. They're still like, no, I think bisexual. I'm like, I am literally bisexual. (laughs) I'm literally telling you right now. (laughs) I know. It's insane to me. It's like people think that the the window of opportunity is twice as big or something. Yeah. When it's literally not true. There's so many people around. If someone's going to cheat, they don't need twice as many, like options no, to do it I'm they can just do it listen women men nine binary yeah something outside of that i'm just 100 percent more likely to not get laid yeah. <laughs> that's what this comes down to yeah people forget that in order to cheat on someone you have to be dating someone else. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god sorry that wasn't meant to be mean i'm also not dating anyone so <laughs> no i love it it's part of my brand name <laughs> But it's also, like, we have created this, like, horrible monster of, like, how it, it feels like an unanswerable question. Like, how do you hold the truth that, like, media impacts the way that people see the world and also 
that like it isn't art's responsibility to just be after school specials all the time. You have any nuance. That's how you do it. People yeah. are so insane. No. <laughs> I'm not saying that that but you didn't think of that. Yeah, but. yeah. Well, that's the thing is it's like even if you have that nuance like for me watching this movie, I'm not I enjoyed it less because I knew someone who wasn't thinking from my point of view would get something else out of this movie. Yes. That's true. So it's like all the little points that it got for like not having like, oh my god, I must be gay. Right. Or like just like sort of nonchalantly being attracted to women yeah. without having to make a big deal about it. We're lost completely in how it was like <laughs> the weirdest like nightmare fantasy of someone who's like dating a bi person and has this super insecure fear, right. like biphobic fear that they're going to cheat on them with a woman or something. Right. It's like, well, you could just fuck any of your friends. Yeah. So maybe you're fucking all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those are your own trust issues babe yeah you, it's not your fault you haven't but you do have to work on them <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a you problem it is also it's a you problem <laughs> yeah i don't know man it's just a lot it's it's a lot it is a lot it's a lot so many people are in the camp of like art is this pure thing and you shouldn't be allowed to be like offended about it or something <sighs> fuck off i know i can tell people. me that you're a straight white man without, <laughs> without telling me, me. <laughs> Tell me the only comedians that you listen to are the bad ones without telling me that. I didn't feel like listing them. You know who they are. You know. Uh, If you know, you know. If you know, you know. And so many other people think that, like, media is forced to be good all the time and has zero room for problematic representation or something. Right. Uh, I think this one airs on the side of not being worth it. (laughs) But... You know, you don't have to make every gay person a saint or something. No, yeah. And that's not what we're saying. And that's and that's the thing is that's what also is so complicated about this conversation is that, like, what is worth it is going to change viewer to viewer. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. if someone, you know, I'll make up a random person who loves this movie because of X, Y, and Z, and, like, mm-hmm. then that biphobia would be worth it. But to me, it's not. Yeah. Because I don't see what they see in this film. I know. So, looked, like, yeah. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> I looked at the letterbox reviews for this movie, and so many of them were so positive, which is, you know, who seeks out this movie, who watches it all the way through, who cares enough to letterbox comment. Yeah, yeah. They're, those are going to be people who like it, probably. Exactly. Or this isn't it. like the Twitter movie of the month to dunk on. Exactly. But I think if it just came out, there would be way more negative stuff about it. It's probably just that Letterboxd is new. So people are putting all their favorite movies on Letterboxd and oh, reviewing them. Oh, that's a good point. But I think if it was like a wider audience, people would be like, what the fuck? Right. You know, but anyway, yeah, that I was know. my explanation for why all of them were so positive. But all like the every other review I saw about it was like completely meddling. <laughs> yeah. It was really? okay. Sure had its pretty slow moments, but sure, whatever. <laughs> that that makes more sense. Yeah. Okay, I was like, but I feel like. But it, who liked it? Yeah. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. No, yeah. That's. We're all just sacks of meat. We love our stories. We do. We do love our stories. Grandma loves her stories. (laughs) (laughs) Grandma got to watch her her stories. (laughs) Oh, my God. Your dog is eating her feet. Oh, good. I don't think she needs those. I don't think she needs those I mean, she has four of them. (laughs) She's got one to spare. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I was realizing that I remember fuck all from this movie when I watched it the first time. Oh, there you go. I literally only remembered the incredibly stylized, very fun sequence of Tomas and Antonio and the luchador ring. 
Hold on. I might have blacked out during that part. It sounds... Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. That was, like, the one bit that I, would like, really actually remembered in this movie. I thought that was really funny. And it then I immediately really... forgot about it somehow. Yeah. But at the, mo- at the time, I was enjoying it. I was like, hell yeah. I was, like, sick. I think it was so out of nowhere that I immediately forgot it had been in this movie. Yeah. I experienced it completely disconnected from the rest of the story. <laughs> Very much nothing else like it. Yes. It was good, though. It was funny. Yeah. It was, like, before, uh, like, she started dating Tomas, I really thought Antonio and Tomas were dating. Me too, actually. Yeah. And I was like, (laughs) we might cut cut this out because I'm embarrassed. But it, like, for me, like, really represented that bisexual of, like... Which one do I want? (laughs) Yeah. Or, like, not being sure if you actually like like, any of these people individually or if you're just, like, jealous of their relationship. Oh, interesting. Where it's, like, you want to, like, there's so many ways that you could be into, like, a part of that relationship that you don't know really what is driving that oh yeah or it's like well do i actually want to date antonio or do i just want a relationship that antonio has with someone like tomas that's very interesting yeah (laughs) (laughs) which is like what i always took away from that scene but then watching that scene again it was like how did i get that (laughs) i can understand that though because it almost seems like she's not making it a rivalry of like which one she likes at that moment it's more of a rivalry of them in their own space right their own world so it it makes sense how one could be like, are they dating? I don't understand yeah. what this, like, dynamic is. <laughs> they had a really confusing dynamic they that, did. like, totally dissolved the second that she started dating them yeah, individually. that's true. It was, yeah. I also felt like some of the sex scenes were not very well handled. Mm-mm. I honestly couldn't watch most of them. So. The one with Tomas was really horrible. Yeah, I sort of was like... Okay, there's no subtitles. I'm just gonna look at my phone for a second. But I, I also just sort of felt like the one with Antonia was like, yeah. <sighs> Again, it's like I, I listen. This is yeah. just my personal preference. Mm-hmm. I don't love it when it's just like kind of a third party. Yeah, that's like what I was voyeuristic. It like I know I've voyeuristic said that a lot. was the word I was thinking. Yeah. Of. Thank you. It's like a boy meets a girl. It reminded me of that. It feels like you're a, a, a person standing in a room watching these people have sex, and right. it's, like, not fun. No, it's, like, this, like, strange, like, three-quarters kind of zoomed out. Like, yeah. It's just It's better enjoyable. when it's, like, like if anything, the, the set it off <laughs> one was better, despite being incredibly 90s. Yeah. It was, like, like it was more, such- like... Like touching, sort of like well, so you know, there's just like such a not, clear point of view. Yeah, like it's more that set it off to me. Is it was more concerned about how that characters were feeling yes. and what they were experiencing yes. rather than like, look, they're having sex. Here they are having <laughs> sex, and we just put a camera in the room and made them touch each other. It's like Ugh. I know I didn't. It's it, it felt a little blue is the warmest color to oh. me. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we speak not of it. <laughs> The temperature in the room just dropped. Yes. <laughs> I wish. I know. Hot as shit in here. And we can't open the window because we'll get background noise. It's hard out here. I, why did I wear jeans? I don't know. This is what I forgot about high-waisted pants in summer is like your belly sweats. <gasps> yes. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> I know I'm feeling it right now and I'm even wearing shorts. God, it's hard. It is hard out here. Um, I can't recommend this movie. No. And I also, I am going to have to add a content warning for sexual assault, I think. Yeah. There's like, it's really, we just, they fly right past they it. really do it's and it's yeah it was disappointing because it was in a conversation that i was actually enjoying and mm-hmm. i kind of like made me a little hopeful for where the movie was going yeah and that didn't pay off at all mm-hmm. naturally <laughs> where she's talking about like virginity is something that you lose in stages and then it must be hard to lose it all at once and i was like yes mm-hmm. that is something i felt as a teenage girl 
like unprepared for and wasn't explained by like how our society talks about sex. Yeah. But then it also just like totally flew over her, like very clearly being assaulted. Yeah. I put up a fight because it's expected of me. Yeah, she's like, I put up the the anticipated people expect you to fight it almost, and yeah. then so I did, but it was half hearted or something. I was like, Oh God Almighty! I know. Christ. I was like, That's the other thing I felt like this movie was missing, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's necessary, but it's something that I find myself liking in <laughs> stories is like either her acknowledging that like that wasn't an okay dynamic yes or like making it clear that like she was okay with this and mm-hmm. she put up a fight because she felt like she had to yeah which i also don't think was true like she very much was like it was just kind of nothing yeah <laughs> like i know it's like that's like, soul sucking to yeah, me actually a little i know like I don't want to be like, movies have to turn to the camera and be like, that's bad and wrong and you shouldn't do that. But it would be nice if it didn't happen with no consequences to the characters. Like, it it seemed like she genuinely didn't mind that it was happening. Yeah. But she said no uh, because she felt like she had to. And also clearly didn't enjoy it. And also didn't enjoy it. Yeah. So as far as like negative things for people to take away from movies that's really fucking up there yeah people don't say no when they don't mean it (laughs) and just sort of leaving that one there is really bad didn't enjoy it because i think it's also we keep talking about this where it's like we don't want them to turn to camera and we don't yeah but i think what it's like i'm looking for at least is like the audience is going to know more than your characters yeah and you can use that to your advantage. So mm-hmm. it's like, if it's clear to us, the audience, that like something bad just happened and that she's. <sighs> it didn't feel clear to me that like she was impacted by this by an actual negative way. Yeah. Like it very much was just like, that happened anyway. Yeah. And like, I'd feel better about this if I felt better about people knowing that that's bad. Yeah. But I don't have enough confidence no. in people to know that that's bad. Yeah. So many people still feel like. You know, women are expected to put up a half-hearted resistance or something to show they're not sluts or whatever. Exactly. Like, oh my god, I hate that, and I wish it would die. It's like that's a problem in and of itself, but then yeah. it's still not clarifying whether or not, like, <laughs> how do you like have consent from an interaction like that? Like, yeah. it's impossible. Yeah. Ugh, and then the whole her like essentially being like, "Please have sex with me too." What's his name again? Tomas. Tomas. Being like, uh, I don't, do you really even really like me? Yes. And he's Fuck like, off. we shouldn't, or I don't want to, or yeah. whatever. Or I, even, you know, I want to, but I want to be pure in the eyes of the Lord or something. Yeah. He didn't even say that, though. No. Uh, he was just like, no. Yeah. Uh, and she was like, but don't you love me? Oh. And I was like, I hate this so much. <laughs> I think it's because this medium is so powerful. It rubs me the wrong way when people trust their audience too much. Yeah. And I feel like that happened a lot in this movie. Mm-hmm. I hope it happened a lot in yeah. this movie. <laughs> Otherwise, like, either we were expected to be like, that's a terrible thing. She shouldn't do that. Yes. Or, like, so many people still have the opinion that that can't happen to men. Or that men always want to have sex. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, and that she was just, like, actually helping him. Yeah. Be fe- free of the purity culture or whatever. That was not what she was doing. No. <laughs> that was a really coercive, horrible way to yeah. do that if that was her goal. Yeah. And that's the thing is, like, we never see any indication from tomas of how he's impacted by that except for being like hell yeah now i'm having sex with my girlfriend exactly and it's like the only actual like ramic like the the immediate response to that action is daniella being disappointed <laughs> she's <laughs> like that wasn't very good it's like god he's a virgin you know <laughs> what did you what expect, did you expect girl? <laughs> go have sex with antonia if that's what you want yeah. <laughs> 
I know it, it It didn't seem like we were supposed to take away that he was upset at all yeah, about that. No, not at all. But one would think, based on anything about his character, that he would be very upset. Yeah, like, he's a very religious person. Yeah. He works at an evangelical TV station. Yeah. Like, of his own volition, not because his mom <laughs> is making him or anything. Exactly. <laughs> like, I think waiting till marriage is dumb, but so yeah. many people do not, and that's their choice. Right. So don't be fucking weird about it. <laughs> God, God, let people make their own decisions. Exactly. Jesus Christ. Uh, and that's the other part of like this movie trusting its audience maybe too much for my liking at least mm-hmm. is that it's like it felt like we were, I don't know, I didn't even feel like we were supposed to. It's like I felt like I picked up on how much more into and fulfilling her relationship with Antonia was. Was that why she wanted to get baptized too is because she was like. Like, I thought that's where this movie was going to go. Like, she was mm-hmm. concerned that she was so much happier with Antonia and that, like, her relationship with Tomas was disappointing. Yeah. But then immediately there's, like, a blog post section where she's like, but I'm in love with both of them. I'm like, are you? Yeah. Like, since when? It seems like you don't even really like Tomas that <laughs> no. much. No. <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> I are know, you then... in love with the approval that he gets you from your family? Yeah. Like, there wasn't even, like, that, like, sort of clarity past Or that even, like, hinting towards that past their initial, like, getting together. Yeah. It really, for all the world, the impression I was left with was that she just liked having sex with both men and women. Yeah. Which is like, come on. (laughs) Why would you want to leave me with that? Why is it? That's the only motivator she has here. No, It's such a shallow motivation. (laughs) Really? And it's, like, so, again, like... Oh, it's flirty bisexual. Only care about can't sex. Can't be satisfied without yeah. two different genders God. of the only two genders. Uh, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> you know how there are how there only, only two, two genders. There are not. There aren't. I can't. I just can't say that without I adding know. the obvious. Right. Because I'm yeah, so scared of this being taken out of context. I know. God. <laughs> yeah, it was just really bad. <laughs> I know. And then that's the thing is, it's like part of me is like I don't want to like hold this movie culpable for like the movie that I actually want to see, where like maybe a bisexual person can just have a fulfilling relationship. Yeah. That or a polycule. Like, what well, if everyone was into it? Wouldn't yeah. that be nice? Come on, guys. <laughs> just takes a little more communication. Yeah. <laughs> also, does she never see either of them again? Does Daniela ever see Antonia and <laughs> Tomas? I keep forgetting <laughs> no. his name. He's just so boring. God, I know. He's just so barely a person in this movie. But yeah, so it was like, what was all of that? for and, like that's it felt there was no catharsis yeah and that's none. i feel like it was also very much like that independent movie moment in those 10 years where it's like ambiguous endings and like yeah. not and like not that an ambiguous ending is bad like i feel like blue gate crossing is really great ambiguous yeah. ending oh so good yeah justin like we're not sure what happens but we still feel satisfied yes like we have confidence that whatever it is it will be good yeah and like that this or was not all for nothing there was clearly something that was gained yes. by this experience yeah and i think it was like maybe there isn't a point maybe like society like it's all just a meaningless bullshit it's like exactly. well <sighs> I still have to live through that meaningless bullshit. So, like, are you going to leave me with anything else? No. No. I know. Like, uh, especially after her aunt dies. Oh, yeah. The only good person in her whole life. So it was, like, the one shining beacon of a good person that she had to rely on dies. Yeah. And she's left with no one except maybe her sister apparently i to me it seemed like she was maybe living with her sister yeah that's my hope at least great Trixie. <laughs> oh my god i think this is the second time you can hear her like rooting around on the floor i scared her with the <laughs> mocking <laughs> noise i just made she's like, like 
Do I sound like that? Made a choking sound back at her, and she looked at me with so much offense and sadness. <laughs> Just I'm betrayal. Sorry, Trixie. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's really all I can think of to say about this movie. No. I do not recommend it. If you're morbidly curious, like I usually am after I hear people talking about a movie like this this long, yeah, check it out. If you probably won't finish it, yeah. <laughs> if you're like me, you'll tap out in three minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the other thing. Sorry, I keep uh-huh. just ragging on the mid tens. No, tell me. <laughs> I feel like that was also like the era of like, what if we start with a sex act so people know what kind of movie they're in for? Oh my god, they always do that, and I'm a little bit grateful for it because it does yeah. emotionally prepare me. Uh, <laughs> and some, <laughs> but it's also like. Just sort of a weird way to start a movie. It just feels like um, shock value. It does. Like, the only time I've, like, the only thing I can think of loving it in is Fleabag. (gasps) That's so funny when they do it in Fleabag. Yeah. But you can say that about everything in Fleabag. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love Fleabag so much, I think that it earned that shocking opening. Yes. Because, like, it really just does start with her, like, masturbating to Barack Obama or something. Oh, my God. I think that's, like, the opening of season one, episode one. I and also, like, that has a purpose. It's yeah. so fucking funny. It is, is the purpose. really funny. <laughs> and it shows you, like, honestly, a lot about that character. Yeah. Like, who's the kind of person to masturbate to a picture of Barack Obama? <laughs> <I know. laughs> but this, like, it had some purpose, like yeah. you said, maybe of showing what kind of person she is, or she just doesn't really think about other people. But it really... really horny. <laughs> I know. But, it took me a lot to get there, though. Yeah. Like, it wasn't... And I didn't even get that. I was like, oh, okay, this is that kind of movie. Yeah, I and like, I didn't oh, think any further about this it. This isn't your mom's movie. Kind yeah. of like. It does. It feels like like an advertisement for people who would feel sort of excited or embarrassed about watching a movie with sex in it. So like teenagers. It felt yeah. like it. Like teenagers, you should watch this movie. This like, is what you're going to get. Hey, hey, edgelords. Yeah, hey, edgelords. Check this one out. <laughs> watch this. <laughs> But thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. We'll be back with another one real oh, soon. Oh, man. Hit you with another one. Hell yeah.